you know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends? From Buffalo, New York, it's the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, live from the Guitar Factory in Orchard Park, where I think the Van Halen flag in the men's room is covering up a giant hole, but <laughs> I don't want to do, do the detective work to find out. Today, we are joined by 45 Government. Yep. Yep. We have no host, co-host today, guys. <laughs> we have no scripts today, and I have an, uh, a bacterial virus in my mouth, and I can't smile all the way. Look at this. Very natural. <laughs> What's very the worst natural. that could happen? Uh, I think I broke something, man. God damn it. On this episode, we are joined by Jay and Chris from 45 Government. Hey, guys. Thanks What's for up? joining yep. us. Hey, hey thanks, thanks for having us. We're going to talk about your fantastic music and more, and we'll be playing some of your music. This is how interesting I am without a script. <laughs> um, we're also going to be playing some music from Starjuice and Stress Dolls. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of previous shows. If we have time, we're going to play a game. But first, this is where Cassidy does the thing. Can we get a hologram, Cassidy, to do <laughs> things? Like a hologram yeah, Tupac? Yeah, those, right? If those I can't get a hologram, Cassidy, a hologram Tupac would actually be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but first, um, I just wanted to talk about some previous shows and some other stuff that's been going on. Yeah, sure. uh, first off, if you uh, pay attention to the Struggles Real Facebook page, I'm hosting karaoke a couple times every month at Milky's. It's super fun. You can hear me jam out all of my favorite uh, 90s hip-hop tunes. I learned at the last karaoke that I cannot do both the male and female parts to uh, Positive K's I Got a Man. <laughs> Not from a lack of effort. I did, re I did learn you can sing the lyrics for uh, All Star by Smash Mouth over the music to Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, word. So come on out. It doesn't cost anything. You can get some nice cheap drinks. And uh, it's nice when you have like a small one just because like, you can keep going on stage without having to wait like two hours between songs. So that the Bagel Jesus effect. What's the Bagel Jesus effect? where you get way too hammered before you're supposed to perform. <laughs> that's karaoke. I think that's what we expect from everyone. Yeah, that's the norm. Yeah. Like, that is what's expected here that you have to do. So uh, I saw some shows uh, last weekend on Friday, March 25th at Milky's. I saw Smitten for Trash, Stress Dolls, Goodbye Metro, and Partners on Shanley. I had not heard Partners on Shanley before. They're really good. They are a two-person um, alt-rock emo, indie emo outfit, I guess. Um, it, it features uh, Cooper Taylor, who's in a bunch of different projects, and I want, A, I want to play bass with them, and I'm sad because they're doing that thing where they just put the guitar into a bass amp, and the guitar <laughs> amp, like, oh, come on! That's almost worse than what The Doors did by having a keyboardist do it. <laughs> but um, I, I hadn't seen them before. It was one of their first shows. They're really good. The crowd really came out for them. Everyone really enjoyed them. And then on Saturday, also at Milky's, we had Christina Stock and Friends, and uh, Kevin Kaufman from Real Movement opened up, and uh, another band opened up that as another their first actual venue show. It's a band called Rue R U E. Mm -hmm. They're um, 
I think they typically play as a five piece, this time they played as a four piece. Um, it's kind of like mo some modern rock with some dancey elements, but it's also got like 90s alt rock, like letters to Cleo to dig real deep into the bag of bands that no one remembers. <laughs> um, but shit is back again. Oh, it, it, it never went away. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, um, it was the best music ever. Yeah, I think so. the best year in music. I'm going to look that up. At least I think so. We'll, we'll debate it on a future episode. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, um, yeah, check out Ruin Partners on Shanley. Any chance you get to see them, um, I'm going to start putting them on shows right away just because I want to see more of them. And then upcoming on April 7th, 45 Government is playing with Smitten for Trash and Of Night and Light at mm -hmm. the Stoop of Descent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's a question for you. Now, it says the posters typically say, in, in, in lieu of an address, because it's a house venue, that you ask a punk. I know the address now. Does that make me a punk? I, I had to ask you, so I'd say yes. Yeah. I mean, anyone who knows the location is de facto in the, the punk <laughs> I'm a punk? If you will. <laughs> so Aww, I guess you are. I'm a punk <laughs> now. Honorary. Honorary. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to get. <laughs> so, yeah, we got that on April 7th. On April 8th, we've got a huge hip-hop show at Milky's with Chucky Campbell and Gaines and Trey Ocho and Bagel Jesus. It's going to be a rad mm. show. That is going to be a rad That's show. Bad. I just asked, actually asked Chucky a few days ago. Like, I only asked Chucky if there's, like, some solid stuff on there because yeah. I only want to throw him the best, and this show is, is really good. Yeah. You would have played this show if you weren't playing the day before. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like a rad film. I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, April 15th at Mohawk Place, we have an infringement fundraiser. We currently have TJ Cutajar from days ago, Hooked on Cassiophonics, mm -hmm. New Speak, Dead Orchids, Groove Cellar, and Bad Huffy, which is a combination of Bad Ronald and um, Red Huffy. I'm going to stop because Brandon is <laughs> Okay. And then just to go further, a little, uh, a little further than that, April 23rd at Revolution Gallery, we have uh, Tough Old Bird is playing. I don't know if you've heard those guys. Mm, They're kind of uh, experimental indie folk kind of stuff, which is really cool. cool. Um, I think we're going to have Smitten for Trash on that bill as well. That's April 23rd. And yeah, get what out. What are they playing? There's stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, what aren't they playing? It's true. It's starting to get nicer out, too. Yeah, as well oh, get out. There's no reason. Hell yeah. Well, better get to. nice and stay yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the kicker. We were almost at capacity for the Christina Stock show on Saturday at Milky's. Really? That, was, that was the first time since like we had a capacity of like 22 that like anyone's even mentioned to me the possibility of don't let anyone else in. So <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah both, both shows we had that night are great. So I think that bodes well for everything else that's coming and a fantastic summer whenever it decides on coming and staying. All right, so let's play a song. Let's see. So Starjuice just put out an album. Uh, Starjuice features uh, Sidney Flanagan on vocals. Um, have you guys heard Sidney Flanagan before? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Sid's been performing around Buffalo for years. She's a friend of the podcast. Um, her, this is her new band, Starjuice. The whole album's fantastic. They're touring on it right now. Oh, right. They've been getting some radio cool. airplay. They're getting some notice. Oh, good for them. And, awesome. and, and Sydney's a movie star, so that's cool, too. One of, a, one of our locals hitting it big. Okay. So we're going to play Who do, you th Who do You Think That You Are from their uh, debut album, Growing Pains, and then we'll be right back here on the Struggle Is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com. The temperature is rising and the spring is coming.
<laughs> and we are back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music podcast. That was Who Do You Think You Are by Starjuice from their debut album, Growing Pains. And now, hey, 45 Government. What up, hey, hey, Ryan, what's up? Hey, is it good? How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing good. Cool. So um, introduce yourselves. Talk about kind of your role in, in, in the duo. Uh, I'm Jay. Uh, I go by Aphid. Uh, I make the beats and do the production and whatnot. Yeah, I'm Chris. I go by Cog and I do the rapidy raps. Cool. So <laughs> have you guys, I guess, how did you guys start working together? Uh, Reddit, actually. Reddit, yeah. Uh, really? uh, yeah, no, uh, this motherfucker found me on Reddit. Uh, I think, did you post a thread or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I actually made a post on Reddit. I was like, hey, like, I've, I've done a track with Bagel. Like, you know, like, mm. I, I've done some music. Like, I don't have a following to speak of. Like, I don't have money to spend on recording shit. Like, I just kind of want to make shit for fun. If anyone else out there wants to, you know, get together, make shit for fun, you know, let's see what happens. And we've been making shit here like last six years now wow I actually I, I think i didn't realize it was on the buffalo subreddit like yeah. i thought it was just some random shit yeah, on buffalo like making hip-hop yeah. or something and then it was like oh yeah i replied do 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 and then i looked and it was like oh this buffalo oh shit this dude's <laughs> local like i maybe we can actually work together yeah so that was cool Worked out. I think that's the most productive thing that's ever happened on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So yeah. I waste so much time. Oh my god! I can, yeah, you can. Yeah. That, that 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 is a sinkhole. I think only YouTube is is deeper as a sinkhole. Yeah. So um, how? So what? What gave? Uh, what gave you guys your start then? Prior to that, like, what started you as a DJ? How long have you been doing it for? Um. Well, I started. God, like probably like 10-ish years ago, I started thinking about making music. Um, like I've, I've been in bands and stuff uh, for years beforehand, but I got sick of playing with people. What, do you, uh, what did you play? Uh, I play bass and drums. Uh, nice. A couple bands in college that ended badly, usually, because <laughs> fuck heroin. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. as will happen. Um, but like, I kind of got sour from playing with people for a while and got yeah. turned off. But after a while, I actually heard um, the stuff coming out of like UK in like 2008, 2009, where it was the really weird sub bassy slow nonsense that it turned into dubstep. And like, this is really simple. And these kids are making it on PlayStations. Like, <laughs> I could do this. And then I started making beats, and I started with, like, some free stuff, and then 10 years later, I actually kind of know what I'm doing, I think. <laughs> Which, I, I'll give it to you, most people who are like, I could do that, they don't actually go out and do it. They just claim <laughs> they can do it. I mean, it so took to 10 go years. Out, exactly, like, that yeah. takes some time. Um, I've actually, like, I've thought about DJing myself. I thought it would be fun. Like, if I'm going to start to be a DJ, what's, like... Like, how much money do you have to put in to start this? I, it, it, it's weird. Well, there's, there's like, you know, DJing and production. Is I, I do DJ-ish on stage, but mostly I'm just queuing songs up so he can <laughs> rap over them. Uh, most yeah. of the stuff I do is the, the production of it, which is actually now is kind of a golden age of production because sure. you can do professional quality recordings in your bedroom, and they're, like... Literally Grammy-winning fucking Billie Eilish did her album yeah. in her bedroom produced by her brother. And yes, they have master studios and all sorts of big money nonsense afterwards. But like, that's the reality of where we are now. You can do it with a laptop, like a $500 laptop. And Absolutely. Yeah. Most of the stuff I use is free. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've been using GarageBand even for recording yeah. for a while. I've like... I know there's things that it can't do that other recording uh, software can, but like, 
I don't need to do that stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't need it. I don't need that stuff for eight hundred dollars. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like I'll do this. This works. Yeah, like I can, I can anyone simple. with a laptop and an interface can like make their songs happen for free, and it's yeah. really really cool. Like, it, it's I think more accessible than it ever has been, which is good and bad. But yeah, I mean, uh, for my home setup, or I mean, even if I wanted to run off this, this is only a three or four hundred dollar laptop. I can run GarageBand off of it. Yeah. Um, an I.O., the first one I got was 20 bucks, like 20, maybe 40 yeah. bucks. And then even the, the, the more advanced one I got was like 100. I got mics. Like the first mics we had for the podcast were off Wish.com. Like you can cobble <laughs> shit together. Yeah. And you know, I'll say something. I ended up finding those mics for basically the same price on Amazon. <laughs> which, and they might have been a better quality. But at the time, it was, it was a great resource. And yeah. I still use some of the stands I have from that. Yeah. So yeah. certainly. Uh, Chris, when, when did you start rapping? I mean, I've only been rapping for like 10 years or so, actually. Um, when, uh, when I first met the woman who ended up being my wife, uh, we were working in a car dealership, and one of our coworkers was, he was making like really Drakey music, like, which is not, <laughs> my, not my thing at all. I've never heard but, that, t- like, but I know exactly what you mean. I like that. That might be a It, it is a vibe, whether you like it or not. The lexicon. <laughs> right, right. But he wanted to rap. But for the most part, he just sort of made Drake-ish music, and he made his own beats and stuff like that. And then uh, I was just always kind of toying with the idea, but never really took it serious. And I went over to his house one night, got way too high, way too drunk, and we ended up recording like a four-track EP, like and writing awesome. and recording. Like it's garbage. It's, it's hot, hot dog. <laughs> but I do have a copy of it. You will never hear. I've never heard that shit. Yeah, you, have to, <laughs> you have to suck before you're good. I always yeah. tell everyone that. It, yep. it does pull, exist. It's you the can rule. pull up like 1982 from the Continental Goo Goo Dolls videos. Oh yeah, it's and, trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's complete hot fucking trash. garbage. It's, yeah, as badly as you don't want it to exist, it's there, and, and it's, yeah, it's a part so, of yeah. like, what Johnny's got you to where you are. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and I think, I I, and I think too, one, and especially I think it's probably even more so for hip hop. Mm-hmm. I find I tell all songwriters, you know, songwriting's a muscle. Yeah. Just as playing your guitar is, just as practicing your bass is, oh, yeah. like you need to practice your songwriting if you're going to get better. Yeah. You can't just write when you want to. You need yep. to, sometimes you need to force yourself and sit down. Yeah. And do it. And not everyone has the capacity to do that. I think. Yeah. 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 We 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 started working on the EP, and I knew Sparkmatic and Treocho already. Because I, I knew Spark through... Friend of the podcast, Trey right. yeah. <laughs> I have Trey to do Ocho. that. Got it's, the plug. it's the only way people yeah, know their friends. I, I, met, I met Spark through, through Airsoft. And then in the meantime, while I was in Arizona, he had started producing and making beats and stuff like that. And he actually got me back into hip-hop. Because nice. I, I was listening almost exclusively to black metal and death metal for a very long time. And then he played uh, Tyler the Creator for me. The first time I had heard it. And it kind of, it brought me back into hip hop. It got me listening to all the shit that I grew up on in the nineties, you know, waiting for my when my parents went to work in the morning. You know, <laughs> turn, turn on MTV, let's go. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. But uh yeah, it was so I, we worked with worked with them for a little bit and uh and they kinda went off and did their own thing with rap and destroy and, and I got brought into Dead Trash Mob that way. And uh in the meantime I wasn't able to record or anything, so I just kept writing. Sure. I just kept working, just kept sharpening my, my blades, you know. So by the time I was able to get here and actually have the opportunity to sit down and record one or two tracks, and then I had something that I could show people, say, hey, you want to work? And that's, you know, how Jay and I met. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. So um, since you guys have been playing together, who, who are your favorite hip-hop acts to be on the bill with? Um, I actually, I really like Genesis' vibe. Um, I, I like his, his music. It's got yeah. that kind of like... 
kung fu Wu Tang yeah. thing that I really really dig about yeah. it. Um, and dude, just he looks like he's having a lot of fun. On Always, stage. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Hooked on Cassiophonics and Mickey Jean are always fantastic oh, to play. Yeah. Queen I've got to give a shout out. Hooked on Cassiophonics. Cassio's are, great. Are, there, there's a small handful of local bands where it's like I could put you in front of anyone. Oh, yeah. And as yeah. long as you're not like in a bad mood and you like are open to music, you'll like this. And yeah, I yeah. feel that way about Hooked on Cassiophonics. It's just Absolutely. so light and fun, yet still yeah. like really interesting yeah. and complex when you kind of sit down and look at how they all operate within the band. Like the first time I saw them, uh, I remember I had seen them on the bill like a dozen times and like, how did it take me this long to come to one of your shows? I always found an excuse not to go. Like, this was so dumb. I could have been on this years ago. Yeah, yeah. they're a ton of fun. They're a blast to play say, with. Chucky Campbell. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, the first, when, we, when we performed for, with him at Mohawk, it was, oh, that show it was, was a, great. It was, it was a great show. It was a very small show, so it was a pretty empty place. But it was, it was just that intimacy. And then we stuck around for his set. He stuck around for us, and it was just the support. And wow. That show was just him and Sally Schaefer on violin yeah, playing along awesome. with some backing tracks. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I, that, that was... Anyone who yeah. missed Can that we, show missed out. We were talking about 3D printers and stuff before we went on air. Mm. Can you guys make make a few copies of Sally Schaefer? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Everywhere. Yeah. They broke the mold, man. Holy cow. It's like yeah, she's fantastic. Every like third band I mention, like even yeah. we're playing stress styles today. Yep. She plays on some, some of the stress style stuff. Yep. So I put her with Christina Stock. She's doing that. I had an over and out podcast episode. She's in that. It's it's fun. And yeah, she's a, she's an outstanding musician. B, she's super easy to get along yeah. with. So I knew her through the library and was just like, oh. I kept seeing her on bills. I'm like, wait, wait, that that's the same one that like I see at work all the time. Really? Oh shit, that's cool. It's always fun when you figure out who at work is yep. like into music. You're like, no yep. way. Especially in a place like that when there's like a million different like college age and that cohort of kids, and when I was the same age then, like. Wait, wait, you're into cool things? I'm into cool things. <laughs> we just you're become best friends? You're doing things? I'm doing things. Uh, so uh, where are your favorite venues to play? Um, I love Mohawk, although I, I miss old Mohawk. <laughs> I miss the holes in the floor. I miss the <laughs> shit leaking from the ceiling. Uh, um, I miss like almost breaking my ankle at last waltz, getting my last PBR there. Um, I, I love that venue. Um, I think yeah, I think you, I think if you want, I think uh, I think the stamp. I think stamps and NT <laughs> bought yeah, most of those features from Mohawk. Vibe, yeah. Yeah. Sure. They were like, "Oh, Mohawk's getting rid of their holes yeah. in the floor. We'll buy those, yep. please." Yeah. Authentic. Yes. Yeah. And our, their bathroom is beer. and their bathroom's a portal to hell. Yes. <laughs> it has to be. Like any good club has to have a portal to hell bathroom. It's right. a rule. Oh, you. I, I don't know if you guys remember the old Mohawk place bathroom where the the urinals were in a corner. So yep. like, if yep. you and someone else are peeing your butt to butt yeah, like your right butts there. are touching yeah. oh, God, far be it if club. you get one of those weirdos who pulls everything down when they pee oh, oh yeah <laughs> like yeah. that's weird normally this is just yeah way too close yeah. we are getting off on a tangent that's the whole point of this episode <laughs> so um, I know you guys have released some music lately um, mm -hmm. do you have anything else that's coming out soon or yeah uh, we do actually uh, we've had an album done for a while uh, it, uh, actually ended up calling it blow your mind out off of, I think it was Tony Stewart lyrics. Song I don't know. One of the one of the song lyrics that blow your mind out. But that was the name we ended up going with. I don't even know if I have an album art picked out for it yet. It's been done for a while. And then I decided to add another track recently because my boy Repo in Florida sent me a beat that I really liked. 
And I was like, oh, well, it's like a minute long. Let's just record it as like a one verse intermission type thing oh, nice. before something else. And we're going to record that. And then that'll be like finishing touches on the album, basically. And we can, drop can we it release whenever. it, goddammit? Yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yes. I'm oh. sick of sitting that on my hard drive. I told you to yeah, start that's the worst. <laughs> so uh, what's your songwriting process like? Do you bring him beats first? Do you bring him lyrics? Little bold. Yeah, we you got a Google Drive and basically yeah. just a stockpile of beats on there. Isn't Google while, Drive like, the best. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna go. He's yeah. like, hey, add a couple. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I, want, I want a Google Drive sponsorship. Hi, Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ryan Garnett from the Struggles. Yeah. I use Google Drive yeah. for like literally everything. Yeah, is wonderful. I have so many Google okay. Drives for so many different things, and <laughs> I'm actually almost using up all the space. But I have yeah. over 800 gigs taken up. I have, nice. I have like the two. I have like the two terabyte plan. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, I usually um, I make beats whenever I feel like it and I haven't in a while but it, you go through those spurts where you just like 10,000 things you need to make stuff um, oh, yeah. and then yeah. you work from home it's a lot easier to just run downstairs and make something when inspiration strikes but so I make a ton of stuff um, and then I throw them into Google Drive and he'll listen to them and the ones that uh, grab them he'll rap over and then yeah. we hang out at my studio and we record them that's awesome <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I, I can't I can sit and just write, but I, I, I walk away and come back a lot sure. too. But I also kind of write like four bars at a time, memorize it, next four, memorize those eight. And then so by the time I'm done with the song you and I go to the studio, I have it memorized. That's I can great. perform every single song I've ever recorded, basically single take as well. Wow. wow. It's, it's funny because... <laughs> I, I'll save you I kind of I kind of spoil him in the studio yeah. too because we do I, I do every, literally shit. one take I'll give him another take just so he has something to play with if he needs to usually but <laughs> it's funny I've recorded calls for it we we've recorded before I've done the ad libs first or just the doubles <laughs> and then I went back and recorded the song over and he matched them up and they just they're perfect they every work. time that's yeah. wild <laughs> yeah kids on beat it's pretty ridiculous um, but yeah it does make recording. Um, almost criminally easy uh <laughs> except when you like need the punch in sound but that that's easy to do if you could just start from wherever right oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. but yeah i don't have to do any edits there's no like oh i gotta pull this word back here i gotta chop these out like i edit breaths and that's about it so like, from that Take standpoint it it's really easy <laughs> don't have to work that hard yeah, sure. I like to take that portion seriously. So, <laughs> so I know Jay mentioned he played bass and drums a little bit. Did you play any instruments, Chris? I, I played guitar in high school briefly, uh, but I wouldn't say I. I knew how to play some songs on guitar. Was I the Under Sandman? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you know, smells like Teen Spirit. Okay, all, all, that's all, okay. all the classics. You of know. course. But I mean, my guitar class in high school was mostly reserved for uh, drinking clear out, uh, clear liquors and and smoking weed between buildings. <laughs> I, I didn't retain a whole lot of That's that. That's how most musicians learn. <laughs> I didn't retain a whole lot of that. Wasn't that the only portion. one that actually played? <laughs> no. no, I drum. I, I had a, a drum kit for a little while that I borrowed from my family friends, so I know how to keep a beat, obviously. But, sure. I mean, yeah. So now, this is a weird question, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I can rap a little bit. I don't know yeah. if I could write, <laughs> but if I have lyrics in front of me and a beat... I can kind of do my thing, yeah. but one of the things that kind of holds me back is that I'm a five foot three, Whitey <laughs> McWhite face. Do you ever find that like has that every has it always been comfortable for you guys within the hip hop scene? 
I mean, yeah. it, for me, I don't rap very often, but when I do, um, I do play the most absolutely ridiculously absurd to the moon character that I can. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you, you are partying on that I stage. Don't, yeah. <laughs> like, it's absolute absurdity the character I play when I rap in like the two or three songs that I actually do. So that's real easy because you just separate it. But otherwise, I just hide behind a, a DJ actually, thing and make well, well, bang noises. Actually, got what about you, name? Chris? What's that? What about? Kind of same question I asked him about just playing hip hop shows oh, and yeah. the no, reaction I mean, you got. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things where I at first I was doing open mics at Gypsy Parlor. It mm. was all I, all I could get, like sure. just open mics. So it's one of those things where um, uh, Devin, the dude who was running that, yeah. was, uh, ended up being pretty good friends with him. Was always like, "Yo, like you're you're really good." You know, when we have actual shows. You know, I'd like you to come through and. So my first couple book shows were actually at Gypsy, and I don't think they even do much music now since the <laughs> pandemic's, you know, yeah. everything came back, which, I mean, not a whole lot going on anyway. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know. When, it's funny, because I'm, I'm really kind of introverted. Like, I'm a very introverted person. Like, you to myself, for the most part, I have panic attacks in, in large groups of people. But sure. you probably couldn't. You wouldn't get that from seeing me on stage. Like I'm, I'm 100 comfortable on stage. Well, that's the fun part. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of similar to be honest. Yeah. Like I'm definitely. I don't, I don't know why. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not as gregarious when I'm away from this microphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just like, want to yell now to prove my point. But I'm gonna take it easy on Brandon. He's relaxing back there. Well, that's like half the fun of it is, is you get to be, you get to do the on stage thing. Um, oh yeah. And having the, the separation between like you and the artist is kind of cool. Um, I like being able to, I mean, I'm a theater kid, so like, oh, yeah. I, I like being able to step into that thing. And it's super fun to inhabit the like character of some, some ridiculous caricature for like a night. And then to do it for a few bucks on, on the side is pretty cool too. Do you have any other characters? Please tell me you do. <laughs> I probably do. Yeah. We uh, actually, the, the, the 45 government name came from a song that he did. Actually, I think it was during the pandemic. Yeah, it was in the we middle, first middle three pandemic. weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, it was never. No one really knew what was going on. Everyone's kind of fucked. And he sent me this track. He's like, "Hey, he's like, I got this this song. He's like, it's, it's a war song, and it's just about basically being pissed off about the state of of the world from like a moral standpoint and just like a labor standpoint and just capitalism, <laughs> late stage capitalism, <laughs> if you will. Sure. Um, he's like, you know, I kind of got a, a. This is kind of what I got for it. What do you think? Like, yeah, sure, I'll write you a verse for it. And then he put it out under the name 45 Government. And we were just, at that time, releasing everything solo under my name, Cog. Which, it's, I don't know if you know this or not, it's not that hard, not that easy to, to accidentally Google Cog. Come across an <laughs> artist C-O-G? Like right, yeah, yeah. K-O-G, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But, that was, yeah. That was great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right up so there with Not this. exactly so, Yeah, <laughs> so for search engine optimization's sake, and the fact that the name's pretty fucking rad, we went in 45 Government, and... I mean, it's, it seems to be working so far. Yeah, you know? there are no other 45 governments. <laughs> nope. I can tell you that. I've searched high and low. <laughs> yes, we are unique. I don't know about that. That's what mom says. <laughs> All right, we are going to play one of your songs. Why don't we play uh, on the topic of rap featuring well, yeah. Trey Ocho. Do you want to tell me anything about the track? I think that was another early pandemic song, too, Yeah, actually. I, uh, um, I sent the, That one got sent to me. I don't even remember when I wrote to it. I wrote to it up at my parents' cabin. I was up in for a weekend with my father, just having bourbon and smoking and hanging out, shit like that. And I'm just sitting there playing with the beat and just kind of... I wrote that in Old Yeller up there. Those are the two songs that I'd done that I wrote up there. And uh, 
I wrote that, and I'm like, it's it's great, and it actually wrote a hook for it that I like, and I don't I don't write hooks like yeah. the ones that I do write. I'm like, eh, like I don't know, never really feel great about them, even though I guess they're pretty decent. Yeah, <laughs> people need something to like but, as a deal. Yeah, I actually oh, wrote yeah. a hook for it, and I'm like, and then there's this other space. I'm like, fuck it, like let's find a feature, and I hit Trey, and Trey was like, fuck yeah, he's like something to because he was he was doing heavy like his conscious rap and like mm-hmm. his, his big brain shit that Trey does you know and he was like it was fun to jump back into the goon rapidity rap shit for a track so yeah that was hella fun when you get yeah. the files <laughs> just like all right I get to listen to this like I get to listen to this with the beat for the first time to anyone except Trey <laughs> oh shit this is fire it was fun <laughs> oh that's the best yeah yeah yep. Uh, I, can, I, I can feel that like dopamine rush over here. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be right back. Uh, but first, we are going to play 45 Governments on the Topic of Rap featuring Trey Ocho here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast Boop. on westernnewyorkmusic.com. Boop. Huh. On the Topic of Rap... For the pint, well, a cheap on a J smoking in. No gin and juice in the veins, be a product of the pot with a J full of Dre, silly chicken, motherfucker. I'ma call you, hey, hey. hey. Kimbo to pen game, beat it up, Ray J to page, Kim K spray face like an AK. <laughs> Got a leg up, cool J in his heyday. These lame days say his A going down Mayday. You can tell by the way how I say it straight up. I'll stay blown, blown's got a truck for the butt. How I rock a 40 ounce like a pimp with a cup and a back of a bullshit and don't give a fuck. No live shows, no more going crazy. A whole new norm, make the past go swayzy. I'm watching that throne, but ain't talk about Jay Z. The 808 make your heart break, it's amazing. Hypnotic with the bass hits, brutalize the beat from the stage to the basement. Your brain vibrate like a J on a K hit. Fly the fuck away, LSA on a day trip. No God's only man, rapper raps you a statement. A new challenger in the booth is a spaceship. Better than your best on your beat and can't say shit. Killing MCs on a spree of ruin shit. I mean, you've fucking heard this shit, right? What I'm saying? But on the topic of rap, wanna hear me spit rap? Fuck that. Wanna hear me mumble rap? Fuck that. Wanna see myself a soul for a deal? Cause I can't afford a meal while the bills still stack. Wanna hear me flip drill? Fuck that. Rockin' ice in my grill? Fuck that. Wanna see myself a soul for a deal? Cause I can't afford a meal? Matter of fact, fuck rap, bitch. Wanna hear me spit trap? Fuck that. Wanna hear me mumble rap? Fuck that. Wanna see myself a soul for a deal? Cause I can't afford a meal while the bills still stack. Wanna hear me flip drill? Fuck that. Rockin' ice in my grill? Fuck that. Wanna see my summer soul for a deal Cause I can't afford a meal Matter of fact, fuck rap, bitch Indicated in a way to generate a minute of your time When the vibe is a little too quiet to align with a ride I could find a knowledge I'm a violent mind blending and vibrant thigh Like, guard the hydrants, guard the miners Don't talk like it's that hard to find us Shorty in the whip, got a little bit of mileage Shit, I admit it, nigga, that's why I like them Why should I lie, I'm an opportunist No me too, though, I ain't stupid Rhyming and then getting suited in the bar Is literally like my whole to-do list There's no collusion when you hit a name Bow to the movement, shitting on the game What did I do to deserve this flow that every other rapper gotta move cocaine? Lucrative ain't it, I ain't hating. My whole brain is an abomination. Y'all can take it how you want, but I'm God, yo, my whole squad is an ovulation. Now I gotta bring it to the conversation. How the hell are y'all in the occupation with a wasted roster? Face the monster in the lake, got locked up, rock up, sock up. Don't call the cops, cause I'm laced in the block with the hot shit. Cogs in the cockpit, gods of the mouth, but igniters. Positive vibes, I'm writer, but I'm not gonna say I'm positive vibing. More like causing the climate, the rival, and I write this down in the silo. T-R-3-A-C-H-O, Trey Ocho, kill that, I know. Yeah. Wanna hear me spit trap? Fuck that. Wanna hear me mumble rap? Fuck that. Wanna see myself a soul for a deal? Cause I can't afford a meal while the bills still stack. Wanna hear me flip drill? Fuck that. Rockin' ice in my grill? Fuck that. Wanna see myself a soul for a deal? Cause I can't afford a meal? Matter of fact, fuck rap, bitch. Wanna hear me spit trap? Fuck that. Wanna hear me mumble rap? Fuck that. 
Wanna see myself a soul for a deal Cause I can't afford a meal while the bills still stack Wanna hear me flip drill, fuck that Rockin' nice in my grill, fuck that Wanna see myself a soul for a deal Cause I can't afford a meal, matter of fact, fuck rap, bitch Whatever you want, we're gonna do a next segment Alright I don't have a bag of goodies Yeah, no, neither do I <laughs> Oh shit I We'll have them. to survive somehow okay. I, I, I have some, <coughs> I, I have some ideas Actually, I have one of the ideas was uh, I made a prop for the last guest who didn't end up canceling, so I now just have this like pointless prop, <laughs> fucking nothing. <laughs> Spent like half an hour on that shit. What the fuck? God, people are ridiculous. And we are back here on the Struggle Is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. That was on the topic of rap by Forty Five Government featuring Trey Ocho. Let's play a game, guys. Oh sure. So. Okay. The, this was so so someone you you were gonna be on the podcast, but someone else canceled for you to be on this, this episode. <laughs> podcast. So I have a game. Let's see how you guys do. Sure. There are prizes. Where? I owe you Not here. Somewhere. <laughs> there are future prizes they in do exist, your though. future. We're just gonna do a prize special where we give like the last three episodes bands. We're gonna have them all in. We're just gonna hand them their shitty uh, fucking like someone got a plate that said uh, "Swallow me, gobble me," and they had a turkey <laughs> split. And we'll you just didn't tell me you were giving away the good shit. It's gone. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, you missed it. This is what I get for waiting. Goddamn. One it. guy got fireworks. You guys are missing out on all oh, the good Jesus. stuff. Come on. Oh man. Ugh. All right. So this is called Double Duty. This is artists who performed and hosted on the same episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck me. Oh, great. 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 That's the answer I want to hear. Yeah, this was designed for someone much older than you guys. This is going to be great. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> the, this guest had uh, double duty dates in 1975, 76, 86, and 87. He also performed an additional nine times on the show, the most of any performer. No idea. Hey, I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I, I watched Elton fucking John. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, Paul Simon. Oh, shit. Brandon got it right. He lifted it to me. Stop whispering the answers behind your back. Shit, I got to look over there. <laughs> Number two. This artist joked in his monologue that he was told he'd be performing at Carnegie Hall, not 30 Rock. For his musical portion, he sang I Can See Clearly Now, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning, which are quite ironic in hindsight, and others. Nope. This isn't going well, Ryan. Nope. No. We're, we're going to bomb this shit, like, entirely. What happens if nobody wins? <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> the answer is Ray Charles. Oh. And I thought it was ironic that he, said, he sang I Can See Clearly Now. Yeah. And, oh, what a okay, beautiful morning. Yeah, I, I was How do you know, like, Ray? Stevie that's Wonder-ish fair. in that way, but... That it was a little like low, maybe. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. We're, I, I can't see him doing that. Like someone making fun of him, yes, but we're, we're getting there. Yeah, I'm just trying to fill <laughs> space because we're gonna fuck this up. Okay. Right. <laughs> this artist served double duty in 1977. The episode is remembered as largely a disaster in which the artist made a point of telling the audience he was reading off cue cards, and uh, his uh, added unpopularity with the cast and crew got him banned from Saturday Night Live. I feel like this is something I should know. No, Jesus. This would be an artist I think you guys would be familiar with. Who didn't give a fuck in 1977? Everybody. Literally everybody. <laughs> Literally everyone. Yes, Nobody had a, a fuck to give that's in That's a the problematic 70s. line of thinking. Um, <laughs> fuck. Grandmaster Flash wasn't around then, but who cares? Frank Zappa. Oh, shit. I've watched that episode. It's terrible. 
I, <laughs> I can't see him doing anything. I played a gig with his bassist once. It was really weird. Which one? Um, one of the bassists from the Mothers. I don't know. Oh, he had awesome. some like Mothers band thing, and it's the only show I played where there were like people sitting down at tables. It was, it was very <laughs> awkward. I get that. Yeah, very awkward. <laughs> uh, the the live performances from that episode are fucking awesome, though. Just. Check them out. Okay, um, in what seems like an alternate universe compared to now, this actor pulled double duty in 1979. The Buddy Holly actor performed a percussion solo in his monologue and later sang Stay All Night. If the drummer don't know it. I... <laughs> the 70s existed in theory. Like, okay. <laughs> this is where we're at here. So, get your head here. Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. Fuck? Gary Busey. No. <coughs> no. Gary Busey in no. the alternate universe no. of 1979. <laughs> what? Not what? only was able to play Buddy Holly in a movie, but was he oh, performed a percussion solo. And it oh, wasn't you're, a joke. Oh, I, you're, you're not fucking with me right now. No, I'm not fucking. I, I couldn't write a joke that no, funny. No, no, you couldn't. <laughs> never in a uh, Yeah, I never would have guessed. Now. Gary fucking Busey either. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so if nothing else, if you get none right, at least you've learned something yeah. today. Yeah, that's, that's oh, facts. God. I think I'm going to learn the answers to all of these. I'd like I to think that Gary Busey now has a chance of winning an, uh, a Grammy because of this. I hope so. Well, the obviously means hope we need me. to there's sample his, like, something of it oh. and make a Grammy winning track. You just got to hit it hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This rapper pulled double duty in a 1991 episode. During his monologue, he awkwardly referred to himself in the third person, and as a sketch performer, he was noticeably stiff. But he at least loosened up to perform the Adams Family Groove, which would go on to win the Razzie for Worst Original Song. <laughs> it was MC Hammer, wasn't it? That is correct! Hey, yes! Hey, ding, ding, ding! ding. <laughs> four! Yes, we're not going down in we, flames. We, we are moving more into the modern era. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, that was a year that existed. Yes. And, like, I, I'm not as young as you think, but I'm not that old. I'm not, the, I'm not that old. Yeah, yeah. Not, Again, no, the, no. the guess that this was made for was, like, 15 years older than me. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to find a fair game for this guy. Finally, we're going to do this. No, no. He no. fucked it up, Ryan. Yeah, yeah see, right. see, you yeah. never be fair to boomers. It just fucks everything right. up. Yeah. All right. This artist pulled double duty twice, once in 1998 and once in 99. He performed as himself in 1998, but in 1999, he performed as his endlessly cringeworthy alter ego, Chris Gaines. It's Garth Brooks. Correct! That was easy. How the fuck do you not know that? I couldn't tell you the last oh time I watched an episode. I, fucking, I, don't know. I remember Brooks that episode. When he was Chris Gaines for like several years and no. everybody hated him. I oh, it was so no, bad. It was, it, was, it was terrible. It was How pointless. do you not know about that? I lived in a very sheltered Shit. like black metal and death metal. God damn. Like, you mean the black metal <laughs> kids weren't in the Garth Brooks? No. Oh, no you need you to go it. learn yeah. about this. It was oh, awful. It was, oh my God. It was just horribly bad. All right. <laughs> this pop star pulled double duty on February 9th, 2012. His appearance had some harsh critics, including two former cast members. Bill Hader and Jay Farrow named the, the Canadian heartthrob as the worst guest they'd worked with. Um, Bill Hader noted that the star came with a 20-man posse that made it impossible to move around the backstage. That's got to be Drake. No! Oh! Very confident. That's Justin Bieber. Really? Oh, yeah, he's from Canada. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they would confident. both show up with entourages and they're both Canadian. It's a decent guess. 
but I, I think only one of them is, uh, is, is the worst to work with. Literally the True. worst. Yeah. There can only be one worst. Yeah. We have some local and artists And out of those two, I, I, they mm. think that Bieber gets the edge. But yeah, no, compared to local talent, you, that, that might be a solid running. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. This new wave icon pulled double duty in 1981, hosting SNL's Valentine's Day episode during the program's sixth season. She took over musical duties, singing Love TKO and Come Back Joni before joining group Funky 4 Plus 1 <laughs> More. No, wait. Funky 4 Plus 1 More in a performance of That's the Joint, becoming the first hip-hop song to ever be played on television. Oh, um, was that Debbie Harry? That is correct! Yes! Yes! <laughs> get a high five. <laughs> it looks weird with the two cameras, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that, that, like, first rap thing. It was like, Debbie Harry had the first rap on television, and it was like, what the fuck? Meanwhile, One I mean, of those weird facts that just Meanwhile, the whole weird. African-American community is like, thanks, Debbie. Yeah. Thanks. Great. Good yeah. job. It's good to see, good to see you could get on TV with it. Yep. All right, we've got two left. In 1989, this actress and country star pulled double duty just months before the release of Steel Magnolias. She played a prisoner in a sketch called Planet of the Enormous Hooters. <laughs> That's it? That's all we get? That's <laughs> no fucking idea. Um, I should know this. But yeah, you should. Yeah. It's Dolly Parton. Ah. Come on. <laughs> who, else is, who else would be from the Planet of the Enormous Hooters? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fail right there. I feel bad for the guy who goes there and just finds owls. Oh. That was bad. All right, last one. In 2021, when this pop singer made her second appearance on SNL, they also hosted. In doing so, they, they became the first person born in the 21st century to host SNL. I'm a guest, Billie Eilish. That is correct. Hey. Ding. Because she's like famous and shit. Yeah. And famous people <laughs> go on that show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you guys got four out of six right. So Holy shit. Jay got four out of six right. <laughs> I, am utterly, I am utterly you useless. You came surprisingly close. Um, <laughs> Jay got This four is when I look into the camera and I tell our fans, folks, if you have any garbage <laughs> that you'd like me to give these people who lose games... Send it right over yep. to me, because I'm running out of garbage. Terrible um, garbage. I, I am cleaning out behind uh, the soundboard at Milky's, and I've been keeping a nice collection of things together from there that oh, I can excellent. give away. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's Heirlooms. Terrible. I'm sure yeah. they, they have the appropriate beer pungency. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the bathroom's so, right there, too. Some so. little mold. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, it's got everything you need. Oh, yeah. Full so, on but garbage. No, if you, guys, if you have garbage you don't want, I'll take your garbage. I'll give it to poor, starving musicians. <laughs> give us need... garbage! We're hungry! <laughs> Please give me garbage to give musicians, because if, without my garbage taking up room in their apartments, how else would there be clutter? Yeah! yeah. Can't have a cluttered apartment if you don't give me random shit I don't want. Exactly. So I Help, I, people. I will, Help. Find, I will find a prize for you. I will give it to you on April 7th. At, the, at Stoop of Descent. Cool. And if, if anyone from the podcast comes, they can see me give it to you. Oh, there you well, go. Or yeah. if I've already we'll given it to you, it. or we can reenact it if we've already done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can ba do it. Yes. Bagel claims to have been strategically leaving 40s around the property in preparation for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so, like, you're probably so, bullshitting, but that doesn't no, surprise he's, me well, anyway. He's probably bullshitting, but he's something he saves I, us from I don't know. He saves us from hunger. He yeah. saves us from soberness. Bagel Jesus. All right. So uh, we're, we're going to play Tony Stewart next. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, tell us about the song. Uh, I, it's I called Tony Stewart because it's murder on a track. <laughs> I made a banger. He made some ignorant I, shit. I shouldn't have laughed that hard. <laughs> That's it. That's the joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there like, is this from a particular release? Is this just like uh, the one that's coming out actually? Yeah. Oh, cool. Mind out. Yeah. Both yeah. of these are off the new album. And, but we don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, soon. Yeah, in the future. TM. Very soon. Excellent. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, here is Tony Stewart from 45 Government, and we'll be right back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com. Fuck me, no fuck you. You fuck. Fuck you, fuck. Yeah. No, you fuck me. I fuck you. I fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all are ready, really got us both started. I put the pen and pad and went straight up retarded. And that ain't really PC, I know you try your hardest. You think you need the shit when you probably just sharded. Why be ass, young man, ain't an old head. Cause it's your respect for the young architect of the road ahead. Don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. And since you don't know where you've been, I'm about to put it all a bell, Lord. Cause you're dead wrong, thinking I'ma stay sitting down. I don't pay the town red base, no pain and brown. Lord of the underground, Satan, how I put it down. Triple six on the 16, that'll be the sound. Around for a minute, think you better go and get it. Quit the quarantine, the reservoir, dog, I'll pop a clip and I'm a student in his ear, so I'ma spit it like it's written. I'ma cop another beer and get behind the wheel, I'm driven. Fuse with the lid, about to blow up. game time now, but you lames never showed up. Showing up, bass growl like a cobra. How I roll on the track, do this with the flow. Uh, call it tough luck, cause I get no love. Every time I'm showing up, I'm trying to make a crowd jump. KOG to blow, push your lurks like they rocked up. Lace up at the door, flow with dope, your face bust. Just put it a loop and grab the pen and go stupid in the house like I'm loop. It's mine if I get in pupils. See the music we do it is undiluted and ruthless. And we deeper on the ground than the well of Montezuma on my anthro shit. You dig it? Got the flow drip like a derelict spigot. Played it to reverse, you would find us hot pippin'. By the drop the baseline, cause the record almost giving us. Gotta use my Indoor voice, now y'all ain't it Just an underground clown with your whack-ass rap cities and up crowd trap beats so tight flows can't trickle down Blow the smoke in the cloud, keep it loud But to set it on a light gray, white, burn it down And you never hear us coming, we move without a sound I'm unleashing the plague of rats, it's a rap in this fucking town 808 pound, be the sound of the town Now king of the gap, and I'm taking the crown Now savage a rap, y'all raves in a bar Now I'm on a hand, yeah, but I'm counting the cars now Now it's time to eat machine, teach you almost food Belly full of bleeding ulcers, I've been eating rap crews Now you get to choose, you can ride with us or you can lose Ruthless on a loop, I'll leave you feeling like a chicken shoe Might get eaten by a goo, cause it's very dark Might get eaten by my crew, cause we feel this dark Might get beaten for your tools, cause you're showing off Then we run them shits across the bridge of Canadian ponds. Get this shit kicked. We with it, the wicked will not catch us slipping like we come from gripping hip hop, the religion. Biblical spitting, but won't drop a mic cause these shits is expensive. Get drugged to the dirt with the drugs in the dirt, like a speaking bar fight on the mic, it's absurd. Rap game lame, bunch of fucking whack nerds, bout to mumble on the mic, all hype, no words. Treat my work like a brick, no bird, bout to fuck it all up, ain't about no blur, no peace, no love, just beats, no glove, rock a black metal shirt, hoodie west side gun. Rap buffalo, mark no ruffalo, no 40 ounce to the curve for the hustle, another 40 to adjust till I'm dumb low. Bring it by the yo with the rap with the pandemic flow. Now catastrophe's the it in the motion, the oceans are rolling forward and the mountaintops are blowing and nobody going vulnerable by the time the poles are open now the mass is open with opium, the outlook's so dystopian Here on the Struggles Real Buffalo Music Podcast, that was 45 Government with Tony Stewart from their upcoming album that I forgot what the name is. Blow so Your Mind Out. Blow, blow Your mind, mind Out that is coming soon-ish. Release this year. All streaming it. services. Release it. Yeah, we're soon. actually going to pay DistroKid for this one, I think. Nice. Yeah. DistroKid's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and it's like we're actually looking at some of our, our other music that maybe like we recorded a bunch of stuff. Um. And then Jay got like new hardware and new software and got better at mixing. And then we listened to some of the old shit. It's like, this is a really good song, but it's like, we did it dirty. Like, we should do it again. Oh, hell yeah. So, some of them, like, we got some beats that are obviously have samples that there's nothing we can do with. Wow. Some of the are sure. off the first, first album. But a lot, some of the stuff that we want to put on, on DistroKid as well with this album is some of just some of that older stuff that 
that passes as well. That's awesome. Know? Yeah, as long as you have it, you might as well get it up. Yeah, there. I mean, we got like an hour's worth of music. Yeah, you know? just throw it up. Absolutely. Yeah. Not a ton of shit, so just put it out there. At least everything <laughs> that we can get away with without getting demonetized by copyright That's demons. Right. They are demons. They are. Demons and monkeys. I don't even remember at which point. It was one of those things that's like, it was like, okay, you know, we're at a point now where we need to make sure everything's original. Yeah. Got to stop sampling, which we already didn't sample a whole lot. We didn't use. Sampling's easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we we made the shift quite a while ago away from using uncleared beats and uncleared samples and shit like that. So everything's all original. I almost kind of like how that functions. I had a friend who was trying to, he just wanted to make music for movies and stuff. So he's making all these things, yeah. punching microphones. <laughs> so he, uh, he was using all these bank sounds from his thing. And it's like, if you make, if you're using all the same sounds that everyone else is using, you're just going to make the same music that everyone no. else is using. Like right. you have a guitar, you have a bass, like yeah. make some of your own sounds, make some of your own samples to work with. Yeah. And I think that kind of, that can really make kind of some of those backing. It works well for out. us too, because we, we definitely have our own sound. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like I, I, I struggle to name one other thing that we sound like, really. Like I make Jay music. I, yeah. I, I, make the <laughs> shit, I make the shit I like, and I like weird shit. Yeah. But like, that's the flip side of production being so easy is that everybody has all of these sounds. And like if you look at a lot of the, the beginning the drum, forums or whatever, yeah, they're yeah. looking for literally, I want the yeah. drum kit from this sound. You know, <laughs> what is the snare from this fucking future track or whatever? And like, who cares? Get the song, like the snare that works with your song or make that's, your own. Yeah, that's the right snare is the yeah. one that works with yep. your song. And uh, because it is so easy, it is so simple to just like go and get a crack copy of FL and download like, you know, the fucking Metro Boomin beat kit or whatever. <laughs> and then you've got samples chopped out of the songs and it sounds exactly the same as every other trap song that everyone else is making. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's easy, but you have to put in more effort to make something more original because production is so accessible and easy. When my friend was making that music, there was this one sound in this, his samples that I swear I recognized. Mm-hmm. And then one time I figured it out, it was a f- ringtone on my Motorola camera. It was like one of the 10 default ones. It had like this lady voice going, yeah, yeah. And that's what he was pulling. I'm like, dude, that's a fucking, no. Find a woman to say yeah. Yo, yo. I mean, some guys have a problem with that, but most of them don't. All right, we're getting off the rails and this is the end of the episode. So, uh, Everybody, thanks for joining us. I want to thank Brandon behind the computer for dealing with all this nonsense. Hey. I again want to thank Jay and Chris from 45 Government. You can thank check you. them out on April 7th. Even I don't know if this episode will be ready by then. But yeah. well, we'll find yeah. out if it is. If not, find them on all of the uh, social medias and streaming platforms. Do you have anything up on streaming right now? Uh, just Cash Go Far currently with Miggy. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that's a great track, too. We played that a couple yeah. episodes oh, ago. Oh, okay. So. Oh, that was on the live stream last week. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. oh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you go to if character. you go to Buffalo Streams Live, which Brandon runs here at this beautiful studio Guitar Center, you can check out Miggy. And we've had a bunch of really good performers uh, over the last almost uh, six, nine months now. Yeah. yeah. We took some time off here and there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we have, Aquarius, we have Jay Aquarius coming in next. Oh, nice. He's great. Phonics is coming in. Christina Stock's nice. coming in. So we got a bunch of really cool yeah, stuff coming in for that. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As her producer, I I have to, to to say it was great, but it was actually legit great. It was a lot of fun to watch. Nice. Um, so yeah, for episode ninety three, we don't have a guest booked yet, but we will. So uh, tune in next time. We'll have stuff to talk about with stuff. people to talk about people. the stuff with, and Thanks. maybe Cassidy will be here, or maybe she won't be here. 
Maybe. This is like the Schrodinger's box. Will this is the Schrodinger's box of podcasts. Will it be me? Will it be a guest? Will there be a co-host? Will there be a guest? Who will the guest be? Who knows? So many questions. You might open the box and I'm dead. Like this, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All right, folks. As always, thanks for joining us. We can't do this without you. Uh, stuff's tough right now and everyone's struggling, so just be nice to everybody. That's not that hard. Not it. Be nice, folks. Join us next time and keep on struggling. Please don't include that or you. Nobody else wants to see you. Your looks have become a problem.